everyone, this is ISPS Missouri the Podcast, and if you don't know what ISPS stands for, that is International Slow Pitch Softball. And uh, I was actually wanting to start this podcast uh, a week and a half ago or whatever, uh, but there, there was a few things going on that, that I wanted to get past. Uh, one of them was the, the tragic death of, of Kobe Bryant and his daughter and the other passengers on the helicopter. Um, I kind of wanted to let everyone uh, kind of process that and, and give reverence to that a little bit. Um, the other one was the Super Bowl. Uh, get past the Super Bowl. That way everyone's kind of freed up, you know, and, and thinking about maybe ball a little bit a little bit more often. And uh, that way they can, you know, give give this a little bit more attention. And anyway, this is act- I'm recording this on a Sunday night. Ball game just ended not too long ago, and uh, it was a pretty good game. I enjoyed it. It was a good comeback there in the fourth quarter, and uh, good job, Chiefs. And that was a fun game to watch. And um, Direct TV actually was messing up real bad at my house. I don't know if that was everywhere, but it was. It kept on messing up. Like it was getting a bad signal or something. It was. It was kind of strange actually to see that. So. Good job, DirecTV, for ruining the Super Bowl for me. Uh, appreciate it. And it's th- actually still messing up right now. I don't know why it's doing that, but it sure is. Um, slow pitch softball. And who am I? Uh, why am I doing this podcast? And, and uh, what, what's the meaning behind all this? So um, I started playing slow pitch softball in 1996. I, I quit playing baseball when I was 16 years old. And there's some certain things that happened that, that made baseball not fun for me anymore. So I, I moved on and, and, and done this. And I was going to Tanner Street Church of God in Sykes, Missouri. And I started playing slow pitch softball with, that, with the church league team there. And I had a lot of fun. And as time went on, we kept on getting pretty good and a little bit better and a little bit better. And by the time uh, 2001 kind of came around, we, we were really good and uh, had a lot of fun playing and uh, met a lot of good people too, so it was pretty cool. Then after 2001, I went in the service in 2001 actually, um, that October, and didn't play a whole lot, played a little bit, and... 05 during my second deployment we had some gear and we, we played a little bit then we come back that summer and played in in southern california we had i had some equipment and we would go out and play then and uh got out of the service in october and come back home and picked up ball again that spring and, and continued to play and I ended up getting a career like real quick after I got home and got a real good job. And then I went to Midnight's and I wasn't able to play like I wanted to. And in 2007, I think it was my last season for a while. And I can't remember if it was 2015 or 2016, I got to play again in a little uh, league over here in East Prairie. And uh, then it went away for a couple of years. And then we come back. And then I, I played uh, with, with a group of friends of mine. And 
I performed a little bit better that time around and, and uh, got kind of excited about it again and it carried me through the winter. I come out and started working out a little bit harder and I was a little bit more goal driven. I thought we were going to get a, a league going again the next year from the way it felt when we ended uh, the, the last year and uh, the time came to, to do that and we didn't have a league. And uh, that's the only ball I play because of the way my schedule works. I, I play a lot of league ball and it just works out better for me and, and it's it's uh, a little bit more conducive to my schedule, so to speak. So I, I'm really dependent on league night for my slow pitch play and that's how I kind of go about it. I'm available for a few tournaments, and, and I, I'm putting on tournaments, but mainly league play is where I get the majority of my play at. So uh, it, it is a big deal to me. I think it is to some other guys as well. So um, I kind of picked the ball up because in that next year, we weren't going to have a league because no one picked, was going to do it. So I was already... I had money invested in some equipment and a lot of time invested in, in working out and hitting cages and doing some stuff. And I'm like, no, we're having a league. And I ended up doing it. And it was last year. It was my first year. And it was a, a, a success, a small success, but it was a success. And thank you to everyone that helped me out doing that. And uh, I had fun. It was stressful. I learned a lot. I didn't play as good as I wanted to, but uh, hopefully I'm not going to be as stressed this time around, and I can perform a little bit better. So, uh, like the next, the the first game that I played after the season ended, I had the best game all summer long. Was that game? It was in a co-ed league that my my uh, friend had. Um, I played for a team that needed some help, and they got the best version of me that summer that I had to offer, and uh, I wish I could play like that all summer long. But anyway, I had fun, and I learned a lot of stuff, and I'm going to apply that to this season and uh, keep things rolling. So, saying all that, uh, why ISPS? And the reason why I picked ISPS, the biggest reason was it provides a platform that I can build on. Like when I'm done being the director or in charge of, uh, of the league and tournaments in, in this part of the area, I can give it to someone else and it's already set up for them. They don't have to start from scratch and wonder who's what and what teams are what and, and try to worry about teams. I've already got them an established network that he can deal with and communicate with to put things together. So that was one of the biggest reasons why. Um, they had everything kind of already in place for that. They got uh, apps to uh, register your team with. Sports Engine there is one of the apps that they use. And you can communicate with your players and, and organize your team up and uh, do a, kind of like a roll call for an event and see who's going to be there ahead of time. And, and that's pretty neat. Um, put little messages out there for them you're the coach um, and you can see their field of athletes you register as an athlete on ispssoftball.com 
and you can see their field of athletes there, and that's kind of cool. Um, again, the slow pitch uh, community is a is a kind of a tight knit little group, and and it's kind of neat to to reach out and see more of these people. And uh, I've learned a, a lot about um, doing this here in the past couple of years, and it's been pretty fun. So um, I'm gonna, like I said, I'm gonna continue to do it as long as I can. And uh, there's more reasons why I picked international slow pitch softball. I, I might get into that a little bit later, but uh, another thing I wanted to talk about was the tournament that I announced uh, the other day. Um, it's a contract tournament, 10 teams. I'm going to guarantee you three games, and uh, it's $150 per team. So get your teams ready, get in contact with me. I got one team that, that's uh, in, and I need nine more. And I know there's some other guys out there that have kind of loosely told me, that, yeah, they'll be ready or whatever. Um, so let's let's get it together. Let's, let's get this uh, up and running. And we're only about two months out, so it's really not that far out. So um, let, let's get everything organized up with your teams and, and get in contact with me. I'm also going to have a home run derby that day. I got a bat back here I'm giving away to the winner. So um, get registered for that. It's going to be $20 uh, per hitter, 10 hitters, and a $10 buyback for the first round only and three rounds. So if you can make it through that gauntlet, um, you'll actually – You'll be deserving of this bat. So, um, what else was there about that? Oh, uh, the ball situation for the tournament. You're gonna provide your own ball. It's gonna be 44, 375, and for the derby, um, a friend of mine's got some balls. I'm probably gonna purchase from him, and we'll use them balls and and, and do that. So, uh, there's that. Um, the cost of the tournament. It's 150 per team. I don't know if I mentioned that a while ago or not, but that's how it's going to roll out. And like I said, the details I put on ISPS Missouri uh, Facebook page, and you can go over there to the public page and check it out and look at the details and uh, see how it's going to go. It's a contract tournament, I'll say that. So if the payout is uh, different than, than what it is during a normal tournament. And there's a reason why I've done that too. Um, why the contract tournament? Why the number one seed gets the biggest payout? Why there's a contract on the number one seed? And um, what aspect does it change to having just a standard bracket tournament? Well, if you want the number one seed, you got to play hard every game. If the number one seed is playing in the game, it makes that game more interesting. So... That's why I picked the contract tournament. I like the format of it. I'm not saying I'll do it every time, but I'm going to do it this time. And uh, I thought it sounded kind of fun, so I went ahead and done it. We'll try it out. So anyway, moving on to that, um, I have a new league also that I'm wanting to run this year. It's a 40 and over league. So if you're 40 years and older, get in contact with me. And uh, if you're interested in being a coach, kind of specify that you are looking to be a coach and you already have a team set up or whatever, get in contact with me and we'll get you registered and get get the league going and have a 40 and over league in, in the Sykeston area this year. Um, I mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned this or not actually, I'm running two venues um, on April the 4th 
and one of them is obviously a new venue. We only had one venue last year, and that was the church field. This new venue is the Sykeston Complex. It's the field by the basketball courts. It's the most north-west field there is. Um, it's a little bit bigger, and it's facing the wrong direction for the prevailing wind. So you're kind of hitting against the grain a little bit. And uh, I think it's going to change some things up for our men's league. I'm going to do the 40 and over league at the church and do the men's league at the complex. And that's going to be the changes that I'm looking to make this year. If the city of Sykeston is fair with the pricing and we can get right, that's what's going to happen. So uh, I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, I wanted to jump out here and, and hit you with some content and with some information and let kind of people know my background a little bit and why things are the way they are um, somewhat and uh, I hope you guys come in and listen again because I'm going to come back and, and talk about some more stuff and uh, obviously I'm going to talk about slow pitch and uh, talk about whatever really um, I'm going to try to keep the politics out of it and, and just talk about maybe, you know, just mainly sports stuff or athletic things, stuff like that. Um, sports, kind of maybe bro science stuff <laughs> from time to time or whatever. But uh, if you're interested in that, just uh, stay tuned. And I'm going to put this uh, episode up on the ISPS Missouri Facebook page so you can share or listen or whatever. So uh, thank you guys for listening and stay tuned. There will be more to come and we'll catch you next time. My name is Tommy Foote. This is ISPS Missouri, the podcast. I got a few companies here local I want to tell you guys about. And uh, the first one up here is Jack Wagon Concealment. If you're looking for a high level, you know, just a straight up, functional, operator level holster, um, Jack Wagon Concealment, they're going to make you a custom holster for your concealed carry or your outside the waistband. Or if you got a custom knife and you need a holster made for that thing, we can they can make them for that too. All right, so... Um, get on Facebook. You can see what he makes there and check him out. It's Jack Wagon Silmets, West Harville, here in East Prairie. Go look him out on Facebook and uh, check him out. Mr. G's Gun Shop here in East Prairie, Missouri. Uh, if you're looking for a new or used firearm or looking to do a trade on one, uh, they do all that up there and they got a huge uh, selection up there. And they got some pretty good prices too. So if you're interested in a new or used firearm or looking for a trade, they they do that there at uh, Mr. G's Gun Shop here in East Prairie, Missouri. And we also have Big River Firearm Institute. 
And I was, uh, you know, based in this company um, for training purposes for concealed carry. And then the state of Missouri uh, went constitutional carry and kind of put a knock on that. And uh, I'm, I'm changing the the scope of that, that company as we speak right now. But for the time being, uh, I'm here for, uh, you know, consulting or, or awareness and uh, one story I heard this week was a guy saying, uh, you know, they he shoots in competitions and they are, you know, based on concealed carry concepts. But uh, never once did he say that like, he has to fight somebody off and create space and execute a shot with his adrenaline pumping through the roof and, and his heart rate at like 200. So... Um, <laughs> I know it's kind of hard maybe to, to recreate that situation in a training environment, but just to let everyone know, if you're shooting in competition, if you're shooting whatever kind of competition it is, that definitely improves your skill set for shooting. And that's a good thing. And like I said, without a doubt, you will improve your shooting skill set. But can you create space when someone's on top of you beating the crap out of you? Does it improve that? No, it does not. Does it raise your level of awareness and make you run statistics through your head of am I going to a safe place or not given the time of day and the surrounding and the place where I'm going and everything else no it does not it can give you a false sense of security though it sure can do that I'm going to tell you something when it comes to uh, concealed carry when I was doing my classes I often discussed um, the the thing the the, the harder questions to answer the the look yourself in the mirror kind of answers and and the questions i would ask would would definitely make you go home and and look yourself in the mirror and ask these questions number one if you were to be able are you able are you strong enough physically strong enough to get someone off of you and create space and then once you create that space do you have the skill set to draw your firearm and go to work? So there's that question. The second question is, can you create space and have enough lungs and have enough agility to keep running and, and, and get away? Can you do that? Again, it's not for me to answer. It's for you to answer. So... A lot of people get a lot of uh, misconceptions about self-defense and concealed carry and what it means. Um, they talk about uh, you know everyday carry. This I everyday carry my my firearm. I everyday carry this pocket knife and this uh, little tool right here or whatever. Um, I think they forget to everyday carry themselves. I everyday carry my butt on this treadmill over here and run 
like an idiot. That's what I do. And then when I get done with that, I every day carry my butt over to this squat rack and work out and bench and squat and lift to stay strong. That's what I do. And then after that, we can go shoot. But you have to do these other ones first. There's an order of events that has to happen before you get to your final. That's all there is to that, bottom line. And again, I was the instructor there at Big River Farm Institute, and they would always, and someone would always bring up a police officer, and I do have the most utmost respect for police officers and what they do. They go into situations where they know they're dealing with someone that's under suspicion for breaking the law. So they're always ready. And I think a lot of times, now I took my, my concealed carry from a law enforcement officer, and he, he was a good law enforcement officer, and, and he inspired me to be an instructor because he was a good instructor. The way that he spoke was, was real good, and he made things easy to understand, and he did speak some truths to, to uh, the self-defense concealed carry world. And I think a lot of police officers look through a different set of lenses than a regular civilian would because they're not carrying concealed. They're carrying outside the waistband, ready and available to go. A lot of times, they come up and approach people with their hand already on their firearm. I've seen it. I've seen it on Cops, the TV show. I've seen it in real life. They approach people with their hand already on their gun. As civilians, we don't get to do that. That's against the law. It's brandishing. So be careful on on who you get your information from. I might not be the best person in the world, but I'm going to be as honest as I can. I can tell you that. So again, uh, that's Big River Farm Institute, and I hope I have more announcements from this company coming in the near future. But, saying all that, on to the podcast. I got a 10-team tournament coming up April the 4th in Sykes, Missouri, at the church field that we played on last year. They're on Ingram, and uh, the other field's going to be at the Sykes and Complex. It's going to be the most north west field on that property so it's it's closest to the road as well it's by the basketball courts and the uh, substation there it's closest uh real close to that golf course anyway i got uh, 150 dollars per team and it's going to be uh you're going to get three games guaranteed we're going to get two round robin games for seating and then we're going to start our bracket and then the bracket play single elimination. Number one seed, if you went out, you get 500. Uh, if you knock off the number one seed, you get $200. If you are not the number one seed and you win the tournament, you get 300. And if you're second place in the overall tournament, you get 100 bucks. Uh, it's a contract style tournament. That's the way I got it set up here. And uh, bring your own ball. 
44375 or lower compression. And we got home run bands for sale, $10. So there's that. And uh, April the 4th in Sykeston, 150 for 10 teams and that kind of a payout. That that's pretty good for this area, and I think that's uh, in line with uh, with a lot of other things that are going on um, tournament wise here in Southeast Missouri. So saying that, also that day, we're going to have a home run derby. I'm looking for ten hitters. Um, I think I got two spots already filled up with that one, and entry fee is going to be twenty dollars with a first round buyback for ten bucks, and the format is 10 swings in five minutes. We're going to have three rounds, and we'll go from 10 down to five, down to two. I got a brand new Fireflex 2 short barrel U-trip bat, 27 ounce, up for grabs. And uh, I think it's going to be a good bat. I haven't picked a Fireflex up that I haven't liked yet, so I think it'll be a good bat. <clears throat> 38 and up league. Um, I'm wanting to start this league in mid-April after Easter. So I need players as soon as possible. I need some possible coaches. I need something to move on this deal. This has got to take place. 38 and up after Easter. Let's get this going. And and I'm gonna I want to run this league for a month and a half to two months. And as far as how many games a week and all this, I don't know yet. But um, I think it's gonna be a fun time. And I think it'll be a good league. And it's going to be worth the money, whatever it is. So um, contact me and we'll, we'll get that lined out. One thing uh, I've been working on here lately in experimenting with in my own swing and my own equipment um, is bat weight. I went from a 27-ounce bat to a 28-ounce bat, you know, over the past couple of weeks. Um, I'm liking this 28-ounce bat. And I was doing some research and, and some looking around and from the information that I could gather from some trusted sources that I've been doing the research on, um, if you're not losing any technique and your bat speed really isn't significantly decreasing or anything like that, don't be afraid to try that heavier bat and see how it feels. Um, it worked out for me and don't be surprised to see me walk in that home run derby using a 28 ounce bat. So, I don't know. It's just something I've been trying out, and I thought I'd let you guys know about it. Um, but uh, kind of dire- directly related to that, deal of the day from Headbanger Sports, which I'm a rep for. And they got deals all the time. They got some, some awesome bats. This one in particular, and it is on sale. And I got some special pricing on it. And I can't believe it's still there. And so I want to tell you guys about it. It's a Mike and Envious slow pitch signature series from HB Sports, one of their HB uh, exclusive bats. U-Triple-S-A, uh, 26, 27, or 28 ounce, still available for $170. You guys, that, that that's ridiculous for a new bat. Uh, for for a high level competition bat that this is, a hundred and seventy dollars new and wrapper with a warranty, that's that's crazy, you guys. So, if you're looking for a new bat, I highly recommend you give that uh, a look and contact me 
for that pricing and I can get it ordered and, and get it to you. So, um, again, that's Headbanger Sports, Mike and Envious Slow Pitch Signature Series Bat, U-Triple-S-A, 26, 27, or 28-ounce bat for $170. That is wild. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah, I've been kind of under the weather, too, for like the last week, too. So that's been kind of different. Um, flu is going around in this area so bad. But hopefully I can get get my energy back and, and kind of bounce back out of this. I didn't have the flu. I just kind of had some sinus stuff going on. But for those that, that have been getting sick and the young ones getting sick, I hope you all get better. And uh, I hope everyone... Uh, Gets in line here for this tournament and this home run derby. Again, that's April the 4th here in Sykeston. So uh, get in contact with me, PM me, or whatever you got to do. And uh, for the 38 and up league, PM me on that too. And if you want this deal from HB Sports on this Mike and Envious, that's not going to be there for very much longer, I feel. You need to get in contact with me and let me know about that. Thank you guys for listening. And this is ISP, ISPS Missouri, the podcast. Hello, everyone. This is ISPS Missouri, the podcast. My name is Tommy Foote. And I want to tell you guys real quick about some local uh, business around here that uh, really inspired me and brought me to where I am today, and uh, they're good friends of mine, and first on this list is Jack Wagon Concealment, um, if you're looking for an inside the waistband or outside the waistband holster for your uh, firearm, Jack Wagon Concealment has probably got what you're looking for, they make custom uh, holsters for firearms, knife sheaths, and uh, a lot of other stuff too, out of Kydex, and if you're interested Check them out at uh, Jack Wagon Concealment on Facebook. And that is Wes Harville. Again, Jack Wagon Concealment on Facebook. If you're shopping for a new firearm or used firearm or looking for a trade, go to Mr. G's Gun Shop in East Prairie. He's got a wide selection. He's got uh, all kinds of handguns and rifles and shotguns up there. And he's got uh, a very experienced uh, sales staff. They can help you guys out and get you some good pricing. That's Mr. G's Gun Shop here in East Prairie, Missouri. I also have Big River Firearm Institute. And uh, that's me. That That's my company. Um, we done concealed carry for for a while and then the state of missouri went to constitutional carry and unfortunately the people around here uh, kind of fell off on training and uh i've kind of had to change the scope of the company and as of right now we are here for uh you know consultant and uh awareness level type of uh information and just like i said it's I'm a I'm training based, but I can do a variety of things. But as of right now, awareness is I think key. Um, 
self-awareness. The other day, there was a shooting uh, at a gas station, truck stop, that I frequent. It's right outside of my work. It happened at a time to where I used to come into work. <laughs> um, it happened at 3 o'clock in the morning, and I used to go in to my work at 3 o'clock in the morning. Um, statistics and odds um, are, are for real, okay? Uh, you can go to the FBI uh, Statistics and, and Crime Center, and they'll give you the odds and when, when the best time to go to certain places are, and uh, obviously it's in the morning, and uh, as you go later through the day, the odds and risk of you being involved in uh, a crime go up. So, saying that, I want everyone to be self-aware of what they're doing. I want everyone to be able to take care of themselves and uh, be smart about what you're doing. Be smart about parking lots and Walmart. Be smart about truck stops and gas stations and what time you're, you're, you're going to them. Go as early as possible. Get this stuff knocked out early in the day. As you go later through the day, the odds increase of you being uh, involved in, in criminal activity. So, saying that, again, just be aware and be safe, okay? Man, we got uh, some movement going on with the tournament. Um, we got some teams that are committed. We got some that are tentative. We got a couple teams tentative out of Arkansas. Uh, I got a local team here that is tentative on their travel. It's a Charleston travel team. Uh, I got two teams that are pretty solid, though. So things are moving ahead with the tournament. I need... Uh, I need five more teams going on this. I think I'll get them. Uh, I need ten teams for this payout to work right. Okay? So, for the payout to work and, and get everyone involved and get, get the biggest payout, my number one seed, $500. If you're a number two seed or below and you win, $300. If you knock off my number one seed, 200 bucks to the team that does that. It's 150 per team. We're gonna have home run bands for sale for 10 bucks. You need to get your athletes registered, ISPSsoftball.com. I got a home run derby this uh, April the 4th, the same day of the tournament. The tournament's April 4th, derby's April the 4th. Okay, it's that Saturday. We're gonna have three rounds. We're gonna go 10, four, and two. No. I'm sorry about that. That is incorrect. 10, 5, 2. So there you go. 10, 5, and 2. $20 entry fee. $10 on the first round buyback. And if you're claiming, if you're claiming you're the home run hitter around here, you need to get in this. I know I got a lot of people that that, that think that. So you need to go ahead and come on. I got a brand new bat over here. It's a Easton 27 ounce Fireflex 2. And I'm gonna be giving away that day. So come get it. 
It's mine right now. You need to come take it from me. I need nine more hitters. 38 years old and up league. Uh, I got some movement on that as well, but I need more. I need a lot more. So keep on working on that. If you're interested, shoot, uh, shoot me a, a personal message. Uh, shoot me a personal message on any of this. If, if you're interested in the tournament, the derby, the 38 years old and up league, you need to contact me, okay? Uh, I'm, I'm looking at spending a lot of money this year, a lot of my own money that I'm looking to recoup. I need to make things interesting to get people involved. I realize that, and uh, I'm willing to do it. But you got to show me some commitment. You need to come head and and get on board with what I'm doing here in in the Sykeston area. Uh, I know the teams are out there. I know the players are out there. Just someone needs to come ahead and and claim their team and and get registered and contact me. That's all there is to it. Uh, Last year, I had to break away from my personal team and build a team, and I was able to do that. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, most of my players were were forty years old, thirty nine years old, but we still we were competitive. Uh, you, you don't have to have this stacked team to be competitive in this league. You just have to have a team that's committed, and and that makes all the difference. You know, close friends that you know, and you know how to work a lineup, and and everyone's on the same page, and you can be competitive in, in slow pitch. That's all it really takes. So, we're pitching underhand, for Christ's sake. You know, it's not its not that hard of a deal. Turn that down there. Sometimes YouTube runs some ads on me. Um, what was I saying? Oh, you know, the, the teams and the leagues. Get involved, you guys. This is a good social network to get involved with. Um... It's. I know it's been the culture's not been popular in the Sykes scenario about slow pitch for the past decade or so, but I think there's there's enough spark there to get this back and get it started. Uh, we started last year, like I said, we had four teams and we had a good time last year. I know it seemed kind of crazy. Um, I'm gonna go with with a more traditional uh, rule set this year and and get that going. Um, it's not going to be nothing too crazy, but I need I need the players. I need the teams. So the men's league is going to take place about the same time. End of July, I want to have another tournament and then go into the men's league. And then hopefully after the men's league is over, have another tournament. So I'm looking at three total tournaments this year, running two different leagues and, and getting everything going. So uh, everything is going to be a men's league. Uh, there, there might or might not be an opportunity for a co-ed in the fall. Um, that is actually not up to me. That I, I got a friend of mine that that looks into that, um, I, and I help him out. I'll be more than willing to help him out if he wants to do that. But that's up to him. This is a men's league, thirty-eight and up, and a men's league, any age group, eighteen and up. Um, in July time frame for that and I got a home run derby man there ain't been a home run derby 
in Saxon that I can even ever recall. So I'm looking to do things that, that are ain't been done before. So it, it, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be entertaining. And we're going to see who, who the home run hitter in, in this part of the country is. And if you think it's you, then you need to contact me. And you need to PM me and let me know that you're in. So there you go. Um, what I've been up to th- this off season, I've had a monster off season. I've had uh, the weights have been jumping, and the run time has been increasing, and everything's feeling good. Uh, I've, I've avoided some some injuries that uh, I suffered last year trying to get my off season going. I got hurt, and I wasn't able to to progress like I. I have been this this off season, so I'm looking for some some definite improvements in, in my my game, and I encourage everyone to to take the remaining time that they have and and improve physically and and stay healthy. And that's another reason why I, I love slow pitch. It gives me a goal to to stay fit and stay healthy uh, because I want to look good and I want to play well during the summer months so there, there's reasons behind everything and that's mine for now I guess and it, it, it fits the bill so you guys stay healthy take these few months before we get started and uh, really try to maybe improve on yourself physically and, and get your off season going and put your swing together and come play some softball with me this summer and April 4th we're going to have the tournament and the derby mid-April. We're going to have the 38-year-old NUP League, hopefully trying to still put that together in the end of July and August. And halfway through September, we're going to have the full-blown men's league and a couple other tournaments between then and there. Uh, come play ISPS Missouri Softball. We got a, a, a good ball. Uh, you can hit it a long ways. And we're gonna we're gonna make use of that, and we're gonna have fun this year. So so hit me up, PM me if you're interested. If you're a coach, hit me up, PM me if you're interested, and I'll get you spun up. Uh, last on the list, I hear uh, my last podcast. I mentioned the uh, HB signature bat, the Envious, Mikan. Now. I'm not sitting here saying I'm taking claim for this, but the bat was on sale, and it's been on sale for a while. It's been sitting there. And Kent Fire, I hope you're you're listening to this. Um, now, did they hit me up personally? No, they did not. But I will say this. The bat is sold out. So two days ago, you could get this bat in 26, 27, and 28 ounce. I look at it a while ago, the bat sold out. Now, is it because of this podcast? I would like to say so. Saying that, either way, it's gone. Uh, for future deals, you guys check in to Headbanger Sports, hbsports.com, and, and look at what they got. They have some high competitive stuff, pro level stuff, okay? If you're looking for that high-grade gear, man, HB Sports has got it. 
If you're looking for some, uh, maybe some special pricing, contact me. I'm a rep for HB Sports, and maybe we can work out something. Just, I, I don't know. Just have to contact me and find out, and we'll go from there. Uh, I'm working some stuff with some uh, local teams in, in uh, the Little League area and uh, fast pitch area, so hopefully that comes together and we move some, some uh, Headbanger Sports products around like that and uh, people get some quality stuff out of that. So saying that, again, check them out, hbsports.com. They're for real. Hey, all my bats come from there. I got a multitude of them. But anyway, most of them come from there, I think, uh, all but one. So anyway, check them out, hbsports.com. If you're interested in the Derby, if you're interested in tournaments, if you're interested in 38 years and old, you know, in the men's league or whatever it is, you need to contact me. You need to get registered at ispssoftball.com and figure out what we're all about. In the next podcast, I'm hoping to have an interview. Uh, I'll go ahead and call them out right now. I'm, lo- I'm looking to interview uh, the commissioner of ISPS. I'm going to try to get Manny on here and work that out. So um, we're going to get that worked out and and get that done. And until then, stay in the gym, get your off-season going, and get ready to play some ball this summer and the spring, and we'll see you then. Until next time, this is ISPS Missouri Podcast, and we'll see you later.